Hi friends, welcome back to the Wise Words Podcast with Kylie Harvey. On episode two, we're going to talk about the Christmas story. Um, Before we get into it guys, I just wanted to let you know, um, my podcast just officially published on the Apple platform as well. So you can now find it on Apple Podcast. Um, It will be under, you can look up um, just Wise Words and it'll come up and it'll be underneath my name, Kylie Harvey. Um, I appreciate everyone who listens and everyone who shares, um, as I learn and grow, I'll start actually like filming and recording. Um, so I hope everyone enjoys now getting back to the message. What is the real reason for the Christmas season? What does Christmas mean to you? But more importantly, what can we do at Christmas time? That reflects Jesus. According to the biblical account, Jesus' birth took place in Bethlehem. We can find this described in the New Testament book of Luke, specifically in Luke 2, verses 1 through 20. I'm now going to read through those, and then we will reflect and talk about that. Starting in verse 1. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. Verse 5. To be registered with Mary his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them at the inn. Verse 8. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were filled with great fear. Verse 10, And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. Verse 13, And suddenly there was with an angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to the God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Verse 15. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. Verse 16. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. Verse 20. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. And it has been told them. Verse 21. And at the end of eight days... When he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, 
the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. So now breaking that down, we can even see in those verses, Jesus was a fulfillment of multiple Old Testament prophecies. I'm now going to discuss four of them. Number one, the Messiah was from the lineage of David. The Old Testament prophesied that the Messiah would be from the lineage of David. You can find evidence of this in Isaiah 11, verses one, verse 1, and Jeremiah 23, verse 5. Jesus was born in the line of David through his earthly parents, Joseph and Mary. You can find this in Matthew 1, verses 1 through 17, and Luke 2, excuse me, Luke 3, verses 23 through 38. So what that means is you can trace Jesus' lineage all the way back to David. Number two, born of a virgin. Isaiah prophesied that the Messiah would be born of a virgin. You can find this evidence in Isaiah 7, verses 14. This was fulfilled when Mary, who was a virgin, conceived Jesus through the Holy Spirit. Evidence in Matthew 1, 18 through 25, and Luke 1, 26 through 35. Number three, Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Micah prophesied that the Messiah, who would be born in would be born in Bethlehem, Micah 5.2. Jesus' birth in Bethlehem was in accordance with this prophecy. Matthew 2, verses 1, and Luke 2, verses 4 through 7. And lastly, number 4, Emmanuel, God with us. Isaiah prophesied that a child would be born and called Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Isaiah 7, verse 14. Jesus' birth signifies the presence of God among humanity as he is God incarnate. Now, I've mentioned that phrase two or three times, God incarnate. Breaking that down um, in layman's terms, God incarnate simply means that Jesus was a physical or earthly form of his father, God, here on earth. So, he was God incarnated. Now... How can we give and reflect Christ during the Christmas season? I'm going to talk about four examples that I personally thought of, and then I'll delve a little further into each of those. Number one, generosity. Jesus taught about the importance of generosity and selflessness. By following his example, Christians can embody his teachings by giving to others in need. This can include volunteering time, donating resources, or performing acts of kindness. So, how I take this. You know, God truly has given us everything we have in this life. He's given us the ability to wake up each day. He's given us the house we have, the cars we have, the clothes we have, the job that provides for all these things. So, how can we give thanks back to Him? How can we show kindness to others? We can simply hold the door open for somebody. We can simply help an elderly woman or man cross the street or open the door for them. Um, smile 
at someone you pass by. You never know what small thing can make a difference in someone's life and could show them Jesus. Number two, sacrificial love. Christmas is a reminder of God's sacrificial love for humanity as he sent his son Jesus to be born as a humble baby. Christians can emulate this sacrificial love by giving without expecting anything in return, demonstrating genuine care and compassion for others. Now, as we talk about this sacrificial love, Christmas is a season of giving and receiving gifts, of buying and shopping and all these presents. But how can we take that a step further? How can we give without expecting anything in return? How can we demonstrate care and compassion for others? Can we simply... give to a homeless person? Can we give to a shelter? Can we make a donation when you feel led to? What can you do to show care and compassion? Number three, sharing the gospel. Just as Jesus came to share the good news of salvation, the Christmas season can be an opportunity for Christians to share the message of Christ's birth and the hope that it brings. This could be done through acts of service, conversations, or inviting others to church events that focus on the meaning of Christmas. So, the the way I look at it, and everyone's different, and everyone has an opinion. Do what you feel led and what God has spoken to you to do. If you have a lost family member and it's just pulling on your heartstrings, invite them to that Christmas Eve service. If you have friends that you care deeply about, um, invite them to, um, the youth Christmas party, um, share a verse with them, share a story with them from the message you learned in church. Whatever you feel led to do is what you should do. Don't ignore the little thoughts that are laid on your heart. They are placed there by God for a reason. And lastly, number four, meeting practical needs. Jesus had a heart for the marginalized and those in need. Christians can reflect Christ's message of giving by reaching out to those struggling during Christmas. This can involve providing food, shelter, clothing, or any practical assistance to those who are less fortunate. Looking at this, as We live in such an age of digital media, social media, and online presence. I have seen numbers upon numbers of, like, on TikTok, creators doing the angel trees, which is when you shop for those who um, are in need during this Christmas season, for families that don't have the ability to buy for whatever reason. Um, And as much as that is an awesome thing... What can you do to go further? If you can't just go out and buy, how can you volunteer your time at a shelter or volunteer your time um, at a food pantry gathering for those that need it? Can you go through your own life, through your own things? Can you go through your personal belongings, pull out those clothes that you haven't worn since high school that you're never going to wear. 
can you donate those to homeless shelters, to women's and children's shelters? What can you do to give back? If you're in the grocery store or a fast food line, if you felt led to pay for somebody, do it. You never know what one small act of kindness can do for the person behind you or in front of you. That is all I have for today. Um, I hope everyone enjoyed this Christmas story and um, just the real true reason for the season. Um, I'm filming this on December 18th, so we are officially a week out from Christmas. I hope everyone has a Merry Christmas, and I hope you all enjoy your time with your friends and your family. Bless you all.